0: Welcome back to Debating for America's Youth. Today, we are going to do a speech breakdown. This time, we have Genevieve Cox with us, who is going to break down her speech at 2019 NSDA National Final Round for Congressional Debate. And she's going to break down this first speech she gave during the final round. Welcome, Genevieve. Hi.
1: The value of a right is what people will pay for it. For education, Malala Yousafzai almost paid with her life. But what's the cost of the right to privacy exactly 29 cents fail today's legislation because our people do not want to pay for this right so in this intro i basically had it um had the general idea written before i came across the statistic of 29 cents while i was researching this topic and um, I thought that that was kind of a jarring statistic, so I would include it somewhere in my speech. I wasn't sure whether to put it in as like a conclusion or an impact, um, but then after I was after I was writing the rest of it, um, the speech, I decided to put it in towards the intro, so I kind of stuck that in. And then the night before um, finals, I was looking over my intros and I decided that the way that it was written previously was not going to do, so I sat there for a little while and I decided that I needed to change it, and that's when the idea of relating it to another like type of right that is that like people have to pay a lot for, like for example, the right to education with Malala Yousafzai, which was the example that I gave in my intro, that's where that came up.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, and then you're kind of a you're i mean in your introduction you're also kind of like saying the importance of this right like it's not just that we don't care about like it's it's up at the same level as education
1: for sure and i was also kind of um depending on the people who came before me to emphasize the need for privacy so i didn't have to spend the entirety of my intro emphasizing it for the rest of the chamber um, which did happen, and I think it was safe to assume that it would happen because the bill was like a majority of the the points that went before me and the speakers that went before me talked about privacy.
0: Definitely, and you and I think, I mean, from the debates I've seen, it seems like you don't usually like most of the time you aren't the very first speaker, but you're there like kind of after like the first or second cycle. So then you're able to kind of like don't need to explain the basics of the bill, but you're able to explain your unique points and then also add in refutation.
1: Yeah, I try to go um, towards a little bit before the middle of the debate, because I like to get a feel of what the debate is going to be, while also including um, refutation within my speech. Definitely. First, stand in the negation because it overvalues privacy. Senator Braun, no one in this room will tell you that they want their data to be collected by their social media accounts, but like all things, opt-in policies exactly like today's legislation cost. The cost to companies of multiple telephone call follow-ups to convince people to opt in to this policy is going to cost them more money than the status quo. And as a state of Texas record study in 2010 explains to you, because of the extra work involved in calling up people and following up for their consumers, approval costs $2 per data collector, while default opt-out only costs $0.29. A study by Strahalovitz and Kulger and 2018 furthers that most participants didn't like an automated bot sifting through their emails, but 65% of them were unwilling to pay anything else to make sure that doesn't happen. Consumers only care about privacy if they do not pay for it in the status quo. They only care about privacy if they can keep their perks without paying money out of their wallet. Today's legislation forces opt in onto consumers who don't want it in the first place and on top of that don't want to pay for it. A right without value warrants no legislation and especially not today's. So, while I was researching this this bill, there were a lot of there were a lot of points that didn't really stand out and I thought a majority of them would be stock. It's also a very like this whole idea of privacy and data sharing is kind of a complicated topic. So I spent a lot of time researching it. Um, And I think that I came across first this Texas health study, which said that basically the more that these companies have to like reach out to people and get them to opt in to their service, the more it costs them, which logically makes sense because the more you have to spend on like hiring people to call and the more those calls cost, the more time you spend on that, the more it's obviously going to cost and have a burden on the um, company itself.
0: Definitely, you also have a strong impact along with your point.
1: Yeah, um, I think that it's really important to link really complicated subjects or subjects that are not very easy to understand and don't flow as smoothly, logically um, as, you know, others. I think it's important to impact them back to the average person and especially back to the judge and tell the judge exactly why they should care about it. And it was a bit easier to do in this case because we were talking about social media and that's something that a lot of people already use and have experience in.
0: Definitely. And you also explained your impact. Like, I I remember you said, like, dollars may not seem like a lot but to the average person um like or like to people living paycheck to paycheck that's a ton of money so you not only you kind of explained why your impact actually does stand in the round instead of just letting it stand on its own
1: yeah exactly and that that goes back to like the humanizing of the impact and relating it back to the average person The second reason why you also failed today's legislation is because let's look at what happens even if we pass today's legislation and ignore the will of our people, because it curtails freedom of expression for the poor. Today's legislation forces data collection companies into alternative pay-for-use programs, which puts them even into more risk and hurts the most marginalized people in this country. Quest telecommunications study in 1997 explained that the 700% increased cost between opt-out and opt-in was prohibitive to their business model. Rather than opt-in, they would rather pay and prefer a pay-for-use model. So basically, by passing today's legislation, you force these costs onto the company, which then forces it onto the consumers, and in the first place, they don't want to pay for it. Another study by Acquisiti in 2013 says when participants were offered an option to pay $2 per platform in the future as a user fee that their data won't be collected, 52% were unwilling to do so. That 52% are the most marginalized and low-income people in this country. So my second point is kind of an extension of the first, um, and it's talking about how because this is going to cost the company more money then that's going to be put off on the company and then the company will have to put that cost off on the consumer. Um, It was kind of hard to find examples of this because obviously if it's going to cost the company more they're not going to want to do it. Um, But I did come across this example of Quest Telecommunications when they actually tried basically the same thing that that the legislation was um, implementing and it costed them like a 700% increase um, in price, which they then off put onto the consumer.
0: Interesting, yeah, so then and by using an, an actual example, it's it moves it from the hypothetical realm into the, well, this is an actual like example of this.
1: Yeah, and sometimes it's, it's hard to find those um, when you're debating something hypothetical and complicated, um, especially when it comes to tech. But I think that putting in that time for that background research really paid off in this case. Two dollars may not seem like a lot for you and I, but when you cannot afford to put food on the table, when you cannot afford to pay your medical bills, it is extravagant. Stand in the negation of today's legislation for them. Thank you, Ms. Conner. So
0: basically my conclusion was saying that
1: it, it, it's important for me to tie my conclusion back to my intro because I think that it comes all up in a nice little bow, um, like a present towards the judge. And so my conclusion was basically reiterating the importance of the um, this freedom of privacy and how our people don't want to pay for it, especially how the individual person who is already struggling with things like medical bills or putting food on the table, especially can't even pay for it, even if they wanted to.
0: Definitely. then Then in your conclusion, you're able to wrap it up with a very strong... Again.
1: You cut out a little bit there.
0: I'm sorry. I was just saying that then you're able to finish out with a strong impact that stays in the judge's mind.
1: Yes, 100%. And I think humanizing it and bringing it back to the judge can also help you stand out in round.
0: Definitely. Then in terms of questioning, do you remember anything that stood out during your, your questioning round for that debate?
1: I remember that there were people who were questioning me on the legitimacy of, like, giant companies who collect this data actually changing their um, business model in order to, like, put the cost back off on the consumer, which I think is something that requires a lot of additional research as to, like, how their business models work and operate. Um, And I had read a couple articles, and in fact, actually, in the Quest telecommunications study, it also specified that while it's, it's obviously going to be hard for the companies to, like, firm that cost, and they would much rather put it off on the consumer. But then there's a dichotomy there, whether the consumer actually wants to pay for that cost. So you have to debate it. I mean, there's like both sides technically can be correct in certain circumstances, but you just have to prove that your side is more likely to happen.
0: Definitely. So you talked about a lot of the different parts of your speech. What, what was, do you think was the strongest part of your speech? Like, like looking over the entire thing now?
1: I, that's, that's a tough question because I think that the intro was incredibly important for luring people in, um, especially since debates about technology and like data collecting can sometimes get quite boring, even if you're speaking at the beginning of the debate. So I think that was important to hook the judges and like whoever was watching the chamber onto the speech. But then I think the way that my two points kind of molded, um, together and like one led to the other also really helped with the flow of the speech.
0: I would agree. Well, thank you so much for, uh, breaking down your speech for us. Thank
1: you. The value of a right is what people will pay for it. For education, Malala Yousafzai almost paid with her life. But what's the cost of the right to privacy, exactly 29 cents. Fail today's legislation because our people do not want to pay for this right. First, stand in the negation because it overvalues privacy. Senator Braun, no one in this room will tell you that they want their data to be collected by their social media accounts. But like all things, opt-in policies exactly like today's legislation cost The cost to companies of multiple telephone call follow ups to convince people to opt in to this policy is going to cost them more money than the status quo. And as a state of Texas record study in 2010 explains to you, because of the extra work involved in calling up people and following up for their consumers, approval costs $2 per data collector, while default opt out only costs 29 cents. A study by Strahalovitz and Kulger and 2018 furthers that most participants didn't like an automated bot sifting through their emails, but 65% of them were unwilling to pay anything else to make sure that doesn't happen. Consumers only care about privacy if they do not pay for it in the status quo. They only care about privacy if they can keep their perks without paying money out of their wallet. Today's legislation forces opt-in onto consumers who don't want it in the first place, and on top of that, don't want to pay for it. A right without value warrants no legislation, and especially not today's. But the second reason why you also fail today's legislation is because, let's look at what happens, even if we pass today's legislation and ignore the will of our people, because it curtails freedom of expression for the poor. Today's legislation forces data collection companies into alternative pay-for-use programs, which puts them even into more risk and hurts the most marginalized people in this country. Quest telecommunications study in 1997 explained that the 700% increased cost between opt-out and opt-in was prohibitive to their business model. Rather than opt-in, they would rather pay and prefer a pay-for-use model. So basically, by passing today's legislation, you force these costs onto the company which then forces it onto the consumers and in the first place, they don't want to pay for it. Another study by Acquisiti in 2013 says when participants were offered an option to pay $2 per platform in the future as a user fee that their data won't be collected, 52% 52% were unwilling to do so. That 52% are the most marginalized and low-income people in this country. Two dollars may not seem like a lot for you and I, but when you cannot afford to put food on the table, when you cannot afford to pay your medical bills, it is extravagant. Stand in the negation of today's legislation for them. Thank you, Ms. Con-